So we're holding by Malach Malif, where at Perig Bey's Pasuk Yerches, the Yishir was started as a Schos Yilinishmas, Yichaskel Shraga, Ben Avram Yehuda, which would also be a Schos Yilinishmas, Yichil Mecha, Ben Asher, Nechaim Eloza, Ben Shem Shenarye, as well as a Schos for Fuhr Shleima, from Moshe Ben Miriam, Yosem Nach Ben Chava, Chaim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malka, and Rezo Chai Bracham Aspul Merachel. So we are in the middle of the conversation between Adonio and Basheva. After David passed away, Adonio comes to Bathsheba and tells her that he would like a consolation prize since he was next in line for the Malchus and since he had the support of Klai Yisrael and he wants Avishag to be given to him as a wife. Avishag was not married to David. David did not live with her, but she attended David. Avishag, Adonio wanted Avishag to be given to him in marriage. So Bathsheba hears the request and she agrees with it. So Bathsheba, Bathsheba says, Toif, it sounds good. In fact, I will go and uh, request on your behalf uh, from the king to grant you this this uh, this request. So the Abarbanel says that Bathsheba was convinced by Adonio, and she didn't realize that by giving Avishag in marriage to Adonio, that would open a claim uh, by Adonio to make another run at the Malchus. The Malbim says that actually she may have thought that this would be helpful for Shlomai, that if Shlomai would honor Adonio by giving him Avishag, that would actually win Adonio over to Shlomai's side and he would become a supporter of Shlomai's Malchus. The Art Scroll points out that you see here how even an intelligent person, when there's a desire, when there's a taiva for something, it can uh, totally mess up a person's das and a person doesn't think clearly because... Uh, Daniel should have realized this was an extremely risky request. And even though he's going to Bathsheba, so that Bathsheba should appeal to Shlomai, and uh, Shlomai might give in because it's his mother, but Shlomai has other advisors there who clearly would see through the scheme that why is it that Adonio wants specifically this woman? Because he wants to strengthen his claim to the throne. And that would tell Shlomai, and Shlomai would have Adonio put to death. So Adonio should have realized this, but because his taiva was so strong, it warped his mind, it warped his thinking to think that this may actually have been a good idea. The Mitsuda says that the word toiv is, um, is Bathsheba saying that she felt it was an appropriate uh, request on Adonio's behalf, and she not only agreed with it, but felt that it was appropriate to do, and therefore she uh, agreed to go and appeal to Shlomai on Adonio's behalf. The Sefer Kisinachin says that certainly Adonio was making a play for the Malchus. He does not tell Bathsheba his plans, and he thinks that since that since women are not as perceptive in certain aspects, so this whole scheme would uh, would, would trick Bathsheba. His intent was that Bathsheba would be tricked by this and that she would now become uh, unwillingly helping him gain, regain the Malchus. And, uh, but, but, but she did see through it. And not only did she see through it, but she realized that this was uh, harmful to Shlomo. And therefore, she knows that if she goes and tells Shlomo what Adonio wants, Shlomo is going to have Adonio put to death. And that would eliminate the rivalry that he, po- that he posed. So therefore, says the Kisinach, when she says, It's Alecha, I am going to speak about you, not to assist you, but rather to tell the king what you're up to, so that he will have you put to death. So the Kisinach learns that she saw through the scheme, and she went to tell Shlomo, because she wanted Shlomo to recognize the threat that Adonio was, uh, was, was um, posing. So Pasuk Yates, Vatavai Bathsheva Lamelech Shlaimai. So Bathsheva comes to 
to speak to him concerning Adonio's request, when, he, when she comes into the throne room, the king gets up out of his chair to come greet her, she bows down to him. I'm sorry, he bows down to her, he bowed down to her, to show cover to her. He then sits down on his throne first. And then he placed a chair for the mother of the king, and she sits to his right. So the Abarbanel explains that even a melech, who normally is not allowed to be Michlan, is kavoid, he has a chiyuv of kibar aveim. So therefore, Shlomo gets up and Shlomo bows down to Bathsheba. However, at the end of the day, he is still a melech and there is, is still a certain level of kavoid that he needs to demonstrate. And so that's why Shlomo sits before his mother after showing her the kavod of bowing down to her and rising in her presence. The Sefer Meish Arim says that this concept of even a king showing respect to his parents is hinted at, and he brings the Pasuk and Mishle, the Baderech Drush, he suggests, uh, refers to this. The Pasuk and Mishle says, Al-Tishader lifnei melech, that don't beautify and glorify yourself in front of a king, and in a place where highly respected people are, al don't stand, like don't, stand in their places. Now he says that what the, what the Pasuk is referring to, again, this is a little bit derech drush, they're certainly not Pashab Shat, but is don't uh, honor yourself and glorify yourself and give covet to yourself in front of the King of Kings, meaning in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who commanded that there's a mitzvah that someone show kibbutz of aim. So even if you're a king, don't hold yourself out to be this great person. If there's a mitzvah of kibbutz of aim, get up and do it, even if you're a king. And in front of your parents who are, or anyone who's older than you, and Uvim Kaim Gedolim is people that are older than you, like your parents, al don't stand. Meaning, don't stand in, in the way of showing them kavod. Don't stop yourself uh, don't don't withhold the cover that you should show them, but you should run quickly to assist them, and that is really the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he says, that that Pasuk is really suggesting what Shlomo did over here. Now, the Radak says that he ordered a chair brought and put at his right to honor his mother. However, Rashi brings down an interesting Medrish, it's really a Gemara, it's also brought by the Gemara in Baba Basra and Tzadik Aleph Ahmed Beis, that the Eim HaMelech here is not referring to Bathsheba, but actually the mother of the entire Malchus, referring back to Rus, who was Shlomo's great-great-great-great-grandmother. And the Marsha explains that this is uh, a mashma from the Pasuk, because the Pasuk says Eim HaMelech. It could have just said that Vayasam Kisei La, for her. Why does it say Eim HaMelech? Meaning it's someone else that we're not talking about, not Bathsheba, but we're talking about the Eim HaMelech, the ancestor of the Malchus referring to Rus. However, the Radak, in a very uh, funny Lashen, says, V'zer referring to this, that it's a very uh, hard, and I guess Doichik in his mind, Doichik Pshat to say, because obviously Rus would have to be very old at this point to still be alive.